Hello and welcome to episode number 99 of AB's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, conduct interviews, and spread the pure joy that comes with ripping open wax packs. Also, we have a weekly segment called Kurt Facts where my brother Curtis researches some players from the previous episode and tells us um, those interesting facts. Y'all can uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and most podcast platforms. New episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. And our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. On YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the uh, podcast where we rip open a pack from the podcast. Uh, If you put in the episode uh, number, you'll get that exact episode. We're always looking to promote veterans charities, so please contact us through any one of the outlets I just mentioned. We'd be happy to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way that we can. Um, If you don't want to have a partnership, we can just help you determine what would be the best way to give to veterans and their families. Thank everybody for their support. Um, We appreciate that. Check out CV's Tend to Check Out also. It's a music podcast that Curtis and I also put together. comes out once a month. Um, Today we will be discussing 1996 score. So we will get into that right after we hear from Kurt on our Kurt Facts. All right, everybody. Here's your Kurt Facts for the week. Uh, This week's special throwback player is Joe Jackson. He was an outfielder who played 12 major league seasons for the Philadelphia A's, Cleveland Naps, and Chicago White Sox from 1908 to 1920. Nicknamed Shoeless Joe because he played in a game without shoes due to blisters on his feet when he was young, his career was cut short when he was caught up in the 1919 Chicago Black Sox scandal where several players conspired to fix the World Series out of frustration that the owner of the team was making so much money and not sharing any of the profits with the players. Because of this scandal, Jackson and several others were banned from Major League Baseball for life and banned from being inducted into the Hall of Fame. If you have time, check out the movie Eight Men Out, which is about this scandal. This is one of my favorite all-time movies. Jackson's involvement in this scandal has been hotly debated as his play during the World Series was stellar, unlike many of the others accused. In fact, Jackson set a then-World Series record when he had 12 hits and also led both teams in several other statistical categories, including batting average where he hit .375 and fielding percentage where he had a perfect 1,000 fielding percentage. In 1920, he was having one of his best seasons ever when he was suspended. Most who knew him said that he would never have participated in such a plan because he loved the game way too much and he was really just happy to get paid to play baseball. It is supposed that his name was used to get others who weren't sure about participating to join in because if Joe would do it, then it must be okay. Babe Ruth was known to say that he patterned his swing after Shoeless Joe. Because his family was so poor when he was young, he began working in a textile mill at the age of seven and therefore never learned how to read or write. And this had an effect on his career, as many say that his uh, uneducated um, 
the fact that he was uneducated made it hard for him to understand some of the things were going on. This also apparently had an effect on his memorabilia and collectibles, since he generally had his wife sign his signature and rarely signed himself. In fact, in that out, Eight Man Out movie, it shows him signing an X for something. Uh, he holds the record for batting average by a rookie when he hit 408 as a rookie for Cleveland in 1911. But that did not give him the batting title because Ty Cobb hit 419 that year. He finished his major league career with a 356 batting average, which was fourth all time, 1,772 hits, 307 doubles, 168 triples, which is 26th all-time, 54 homers, 785 ribbies, a 940 OPS, which is 33rd all-time, while less than 3% of his at-bats ended in strikeouts. It is rumored that he played or managed for 20 more years in semi-pro leagues across the South where he used different names so that he would be allowed to play. Um, As far as the players that were pulled from the pack last week. Edwin Encarnacion was pulled, and he's a former DH first base, third baseman who played 16 major league seasons with six teams, and probably most notably for the Toronto Blue Jays. He was known for his prodigious homers and his trademark parrot walk arm motion as he rounded the bases after hitting a homer. He really didn't start hitting as well as he could until he was switched solely to DH where he no longer had to worry about fielding and could concentrate only on hitting. He holds the Blue Jays record for most ribbies in a single game with nine, most walk-off homers with four. In 2019, he became the fifth player in history to hit two home, home runs in the same inning twice in a career. He compiled career stats of a 260 batting average, 1,832 hits, 370 doubles, which is just outside the top 100 of all time, 424 homers, which is 53rd all time, 1,261 ribbies, which is 133rd all time. He also hit 12 grand slams in his career, which ranks him about 15th on the all-time list. So pretty solid career for a guy that most people don't know much about. And finally, um, there weren't many uh, players that I knew much about, um, so there's just one more here. Finally, Bronson Arroyo was uh, Arroyo, excuse me, was uh, pulled from last pack, and he's a former pitcher who played 17 major league seasons, and most notably with the Cincinnati Reds. He was a one-time All-Star who won a World Series in 2004 with the Red Sox and won a Gold Glove in 2010. He was the pitcher that was involved in the now-famous play when Alex Rodriguez used his hands to knock the ball out of his glove while Arroyo was trying to tag him out as he ran to first after he hit a comebacker back to Arroyo. Arroyo. He also was known for his extremely high leg kick, reminiscent of old-timers such as Fergie Jenkins and Bob Gibson. He had below-average fastball in the mid to high 80s, but it had tremendous movement, and he was able to spot it with very precise uh, accuracy in his best days. He finished his career with numbers of 148 wins, 137 losses, a 4.28 earn run average, and 1,571 strikeouts. Also, by the way, he is an accomplished 
guitarist and vocalist who played Pearl Jam and other cover tunes at many uh, events to raise money for different charities. So there's your Kurt Facts for the week. We'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, Curtis. Um, now we'll get to our description of 1996 score. Um, it was a... 517 card set released in two series of 275 and 242 cards respectively um, and we have a um, what series is this a series one pack so that's what we'll be opening today uh, the hobby packs were um, 30 their boxes were 36 packs per box 10 cards per pack hobby jumbos were 36 packs per box 20 cards per pack and retail were 36 packs per box five cards per pack and there was a collector's kit that had eight packs of a mixture of series one and series two packs one mini binder that holds 32 cards and one screw down single card holder hmm that's a little different i haven't heard of that um some ratio inserts they did you know this was a time that they did have inserts is 96 um in score here um, and there were dugout collection cards that uh, you could get in one in three packs. Dugout collection artist proofs that were one in 36 packs. A numbers game, dream team cards. Um, and the dream team cards were one in 72 packs. And the Cal Ripken 2,131, I'm sure that has to do with this game's played streak. Um, there was one of those cards and it was in one, you could get that card um, in every 300 packs. Um, of retail and hobby jumbo are about a one in every 150 pack. So that's what we're going to be looking for today, that Cal Ripken 2,131 card. Uh, but also, again, we're looking for Hall of Famers, some rookies. They had big bats and diamond aces also, and, and some of those in the hobby odds didn't have um, the odds for those. Um, and then in Series 2, there were some of the same things, and there were also Future Franchise, Titanic Taters, Power Pace, and All-Star um, cards. Um, doesn't look like there are any autographs or anything like that, but that's okay. So we're going to look for um, um, any awesome cards that we find. I just always seem to find some good cards in packs, no matter who it is. There's, um, I just like to look at the different designs and all that type of stuff. But um, we're really looking for that Cal Ripken 2131 card. See if we can find it. So go over to um, YouTube and check out us opening the pack of 1996 score baseball 1996 score baseball we're going to open that now so it's going to be youtube side check it out it's got a red um and black and gold um, pack wax or wrapper they weren't at this point they were sealed then not wax um we've got past that so it was harder to um, get in those and steal cards that way um and they are they have a white border um nice picture in the middle in the back it has all their um, major league stats i don't think it has minor league just major league stats so this first one is uh has um billy ashley in the top left it says score and um the bottom middle has their name bottom right hand has what team they played for and it doesn't look like it has the position that they played. Huh. It's Billy Ashley, and there's the back. It's, uh, it's gray and um, where the uh, stats are um, with black print. And another picture on the back, which is pretty cool. And it looks like it has a little bit about Billy on there, too. A little blurb about him. So that was Billy Ashley. Next, we have Jim Abbott. We're looking for that Kyle Ripken card. Jim Abbott. I think Curtis might have done a, 
a bit on him. I'm not positive, but man, what a story he has. Um, Hideo Nomo had some great years. Well, that's a different card. That car type of card, it's called Radar Rating. Huh, that's different. It's kind of an insert there. Radar Rating. Craig Shipley. Mark Carrion. Todd Hollinsworth. Kevin Brown. Kevin Tappany. Scott Ruffcorn. Man, never heard of him. Scott Ruffcorn. What a name. And then Quilvio Veras. And his picture's kind of to the side there, so that's pretty cool. So, not much of a pack there, everyone, but that's okay. Um, thanks for joining us on the YouTube side. Um, and our winner this week for uh, car getting cards and some free wax packs. The cards from this episode and the free wax packs is Charlie Rice. Um, thanks, Charlie, for your support. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll try to make next week's 100th episode. We'll try to come up with something special. See if I can come up with something special. We'll do that. Um, and appreciate everyone's support. We'll finish up the podcast. Remember, you can contact us in the following ways. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AB's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And remember to check out our other podcast, CVs Tend to Check Out, a music podcast which is out now. It comes out once a month. We're always looking to promote veterans' charities, so contact us to learn more about donating to veterans and their families. And thanks always to Kurt for the Kurt Facts research in that segment. This has been AB's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn. Thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one.